0: city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the heart of LAFC podcast. And now Joseph Zacker.
1: Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 252 of the heart of LAFC podcast for this one. We're going to call it high noon. Uh, yes. This one could win the West. This match is critical. I know we're coming into to this one the night before the match, which is kind of rare for Heart of LAFC, but here we are. Um, so, yes, we're, going, we're definitely going to cover this game pretty intensely, pretty heavily, because um, if you're not excited about this, you have no pulse. Right? Straight up, this is the game of the season. They beat us in our house. It's time for revenge. Right. Let's handle this. Let's settle first place. Let's lock it in home field advantage and one step closer to the supporter shield. That is what's on the line tomorrow. It, again, absolutely amazing that we're running into these guys. They came off a loss. We're coming off of a goofball loss. Uh, both of them been the hot hands for the West. It's just, it's a good time to run into each other. Kid you not. Um, it's always a good time to go up against your rival and this year they've become that um a rival and so we're going to definitely cover that we're also going to cover that nonsense in san jose um uh, what turned out to be a, an experimental throwaway match some weren't ready for that but that's what that was uh preseason for some midseason for others and a rest day for the rest a very odd situation we'll cover that i know for you guys traveling and hurt but We'll go. On. We'll go with that. Um, we're also going to co- talk about all the news that dropped. I mean, player movement is massive, even after the trade window. Um, dealing with with yes, the other clubs. So we got to talk about all that too. Uh, it is going to be a busy, busy show. We're going to go all night. Nah, we got. We're going to hit you guys pretty quick. But yes, that is what we're doing today. Before we can get in it, though, we have to introduce our crew for today. Yes, you know the usual suspects are here. Bam in the mix. Tony in the mix. Bam, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, want to give a couple of shout-outs going on at the moment. So shout-out to Kid Ink, who's currently in Melbourne doing a show tonight and tomorrow night. He's doing his Australian tour at the moment, so shout-out to Kid Ink. Um, yeah, it's been a really, really interesting 24 hours, 48 hours. And yeah, this week's just been weird, to say the least
1: exactly just just pretty pretty wild stuff um some unexpected some expected you know some were delayed so we're gonna jump right into it we're not gonna hesitate tony how are you doing man before we get into this breaking news
2: doing pretty well um enjoying the week and wish i could have gone to austin but duty calls here at home doing a lot of work and everything can't miss it already done a lot of missing four games events and stuff like that so Unfortunately, can't go. So shout out to all of you flying out there, Austin and Times.
1: And with tradition, Tony has his moment of robot madness. Um. But we'll get him. We'll get him locked in, dude. He lives in the canyon. What can you say? They're really good at making acoustic music. they not really good at Internet. Uh, <laughs> so as you notice, it gets to be a bit of a struggle. Uh, so the first, thing we want to jump in. If you're ready for it, Tony, is let's talk about B-Rod since it's now official. The dude's wearing yellow and he's a little ways away. Uh, go for it, man.
2: He was sold to Club America for $6 million, and it's been reported. I haven't seen any confirmation on it, but I'll go digging some more and report it for so – we still get 20% of the sale if sold to Europe or any other team again.
1: That's a massive sell-on if it's 20%. That, that's pretty nuts. Um, the $6 million basically recoups. I guess that's what we're getting, right? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah the 20% needed because of that's you know lost revenue for having so much time and not getting quite what we thought we were going to get out of him so yeah that makes sense right tony
2: yes and no because um as i was talking to casey about this and like he was kind of explaining to me how juventus works and and like kind of how he learned that like yes we did buy him for that kind of mill but with the or we are actually getting better into like of course the black because we we've already kind of recouped that money back, and now it's six million back in our pocket instead of the other, instead of the rest of the money. So um, again, he explained it better than I can. Again, I just just see the high prof, the high profile players come in and out, and like who has money, who doesn't have money, who can actually pay players, who can't not play their players. But again, if you, that's a conversation to have that he can explain better than I could. <laughs>
1: And of course, the added value of getting your DP back, and in this league, that's more than any money you could ever throw anywhere, because that gives you an unlimited funds on one one roster spot. So, yay! You know, uh, we get we get the freedom of that again right before the playoffs, which it brings to, to you, Bam. Um, another player has left us. Kind of shocking, to be real, um, but not all that surprising. And we've talked about that, right, Bam?
0: That is correct. Now. Yeah. Th- this one does hurt me because I've been massive fan of him from the get go. I've been calling in, day in, day out. This is our boy. He's going to go far. He's going to go big, and he's going far. He's going big. Uh, Mother Four has been loaned out to Villarreal through to June twenty twenty three. The upside of this one of this loan though is that if, for heaven forbid, our whole backline goes down, we can call him back at any moment. So. It's it's a bit, bit sweet. It's one of those where it's like he needs to get regular playing time. He won't get it at lights because let's be honest, he's better than the lights than playing at the lights. Just being stuck behind Chiellini, he needed to move, and I think this is a perfect move for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're gonna miss him. He's such a great character, part of the north end, pretty much. Um, showing a lot of upside, but of course, there were those moments of youth that won the day in some cases Um, we saw the match against club america where we're in a practice game and this dude's throwing two foot tackles what yeah that's how he plays um and so he's had his moments again youth but the the upside on him is insanely good whatever happens the on is going to be great for us we didn't buy him for a whole lot so we know this is going to be a massive turnaround um as bam said early in the season is i don't think we're going to keep this guy for very long and he was proven correct very correct um, sooner than any of us expected. But going to Villarreal, like he says, a much higher competition week in and week out. Here he was kind of rotting a bit, sitting on the bench, getting only limited minutes, which is not good for players' development. Going to Vegas, not going to help him as much as you think it would. would probably be a bigger risk on our investment. Having there, having there. Now he goes to Villarreal. Are you expecting first-team football? No, but we're, we're expecting reserve-team football. We're expecting more play on the back end stuff that you're not going to see right training sessions are going to be very different a lot of people are going to see him now that normally wouldn't um just playing an mls part-time so now it's a proving ground will there be big crowds watching him every week no and that's probably a good thing so you can focus more on his game right and so that's where it works he said we only get it's only a you know not that long of a of a term for a loan So it's kind of where they have to pull the trigger, or we get him back, or someone else goes. You know, we like what we see from him, and maybe his great adventure to France begins because we all know that's his ultimate dream to play in the French league. And so, you know, good on him. Um, He looks ready to make a move like this, uh, and now he gets that chance. And again, this helps everyone else on our side uh, because we have another player moving on to Europe, another guy that's that's marketable. Um, and it's going to ultimately make us money um, and show that we are an outlet into Europe, consistent outlet all of a sudden. So good on that. Uh, the other other rumor, uh, Bam, there is one other player that's now being rumored, and I, bet, I guess there's a hat box drop that went on Twitter today. Uh, so who's that other guy, Bam?
0: Um, biggest rumor going around, it is, again, a rumor like the Big Ride right to America rumor. It is one of the worst-kept secrets. Um, Apparently, we're supposed to get Telo. Um, so we'll see when that officially gets announced.
1: So a a like-for-like a for like, for like positional uh, replacement for B-Rod. Yeah. But way more to play with. Um, assists, goals, experience. Uh, can grind if necessary. Play physical if necessary. He's not as much concerned about his Instagram as he is about his football. So that's kind of a good thing. Um, yes, so veteran experience in the lead up to the playoffs. Uh, what more could you ask for? Everybody's like, it really at a DP at that price. I guess from what we're hearing, it's a DP that would end at the end of the season and then it will be reworked into Tam Gam because we kind of burned all that out this year. That's what the rumor is. We'll see how it ends, um, and how this all, all works itself out. But yeah, there's a hat box, there's a player name floating around, put it all together. We should be excited, very excited. Bringing Bwanga as well, right, Bam? He is. He is now here. Yep. Um, yep. So,
0: with him, seen some footage. By the looks of it, he's still waiting for his paperwork to get done before he can come to the country. So, but he has been, from what I see, is LFC sent some training staff over to him to train with him and all that. So,
1: so there it is. Um He's making his progress. He got his shirt. He got his hat. Uh, man, we have some experienced dudes headed our way uh that have firepower. I don't know where Dolo's going to go with minutes on this thing. It just looks more and more like Bale is a super sub from here on out. Uh, I can't see it any other way with the faces coming in that the thought is that we're going to be shuffling guys in and out all the way till playoffs. And nobody's really going to get consistent long minutes up front. It's going to be those short bursts and, you know, good subs. And stuff. So for some, September just became preseason. That's what it just became, um, for others it's mid season and others need to rest so they don't get hurt before the playoffs. And now you can cycle all you want with your creative players. Protect is needed. Uh, might drive us a little bit batty in the early days of this thing, but obviously there's a master plan and we all know it's the playoffs that count. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, now you're saying, well, you're really looking at that way. I mean, look at the numbers. I think it's very obvious. It's that way. Um, Magic numbers are pretty, pretty squared away. I mean, we're sitting here, 97% chance of getting the first seed, no matter even what happens tomorrow. Uh, The percentages are still high because basically Austin has to (laughs) nearly win out uh, going through this because you know how we are. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, They only give him about a 3% chance of unseating us. Yeah, it's like that. Um looking at magic numbers. They're giving us a magic number now of four, and that means four wins away from clinching first seed. That could also be a mix of two wins for us and two losses for Austin. If you really want to look at the big picture of it. So yeah, it's all in our favor, even if things don't go the way they should tomorrow, which they better. So I'll just throw that out there. Treat it like a playoff game because we need those games too. Uh, but yes, the ball is in our court quite literally. If we don't figure out a way, uh, it would be an absolute miracle uh, to get unseated at this at this time. Uh, looking at probabilities as well, uh, conference championship is high, MLS Cup, you know, I don't like looking at those stats because I think it's a little bit ridiculous. The playoffs are the playoffs. It's MLS. You throw it out the window. Uh, but, yeah, 99%, 97%. All the guys, all the statistics have it all. Completely out there. Um, looking at the Philadelphia situation as well, the supporter shield and the probabilities on that, again, highly on our end as well. Uh, we're, I guess, a 90% chance of winning the supporter shield. That's what they're rating us at. Um, this is from 538. They're putting Philly at only 6% of unseating us. And if you go all the way down and look at Austin, they're giving a 2% opportunity. So it's consistent with the other stuff that we've read for the Western Conference. It's ours to lose. If we play halfway decent, we're basically going to sleepwalk into the supporter shield. Is it going to be a record? Well, if we cycle the way we're cycling, like we did with San Jose, yeah, record's probably long, long away. And that's not even a concern for our group. The concern now is just getting that shield and moving on and and keeping home field and getting a rest for a week where everybody else beats each other up. And so that's what we're going to see. Again, it will be frustrating at times because you will see the cycling of, of the lineup. You'll see some other guys getting minutes that normally wouldn't. Hopefully, it's not as drastic where guys are playing out of position as we saw in San Jose. But yes, expect some experimentation from here on out because we can afford it. As annoying as that may be for the traveling fans. Right, Bam? I'm not wrong in this.
0: That's pretty no, much no, I mean. you're, not, you're not wrong. Like Looking at it now, we need 16 points to equal the record. So, okay. I, I can see us if we, if we get into the whole, you know, a couple games left in the season, we're a win away from breaking it. I can see us going to break it. But at the same time, though, no, we're currently six points ahead of um, Philadelphia with a game in hand. So, in theory, we win this, we'll be nine points ahead of them for the supporter shield. So, I can see us going for for, the, for that more than anything.
1: I mean, it was a luxury, right? Everyone else slipped up over the weekend as well. Yeah. So it just let us push it for the week. That's nice. That's real nice. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're, again, we're lucky on that end um, that even when we have our off days, the others couldn't take advantage. So be happy with that. Now, on to the San Jose match. Uh, we were going to call this episode Operation Gargamel. Because there's only one other group that could mess up catching Smurfs worse, and that would be a Gargamel. Uh, but that was us. We got to play that for the game. Uh, if you want to dress Dolo up like that, go ahead. That would be kind of a funny cartoon to throw out there. But yeah, uh, experimental lineup, rested players. Some should have rested longer. Uh, and it, you know, they didn't, in a way, you could say you didn't respect the opponent as much as you should with the lineup that was thrown out there. Fair and valid. Uh, And they punished us for it. Again, they're a team where everyone is playing for their jobs. That's a very different thing to play for, right? They're going to be going through sweeping changes in the offseason. Guys want to stay. They're going to play for their lives over there. A new coach watching as well, now that they know what their manager is going to be, right? They're in a different realm than we are. You know, we're looking at a tune-up match for some of our guys, and they're looking like, yeah, I got to keep my job. So, yeah, ripe for it. If we're not ready, they're going to hurt you, and that's exactly what we're looking at. Um, the lineup, it was, again, experimental. Uh, you had a Poco and Arango up top. No shock there. Blessing back up top again. Wow. Uh, Acosta, Mendez, and Hollingshead in the midfield. I'm not going to get that one at all, but okay. And then Ibiaga, Murillo in the middle. Okay, no shock there. We knew Ibiaga needed minutes. Um, Escobar on the right, Palacios on the left It should have been okay And of course Max in the back It should have been okay in the back line It wasn't, Tony will talk about that Um, There were moments, right But really the experimentation I think with Hollingshead in the midfield In front of Escobar Yeah Not the greatest situation So um, I'm going to throw it to you, Tony Give us our lowlights of the night We'll (laughs) quickly get through this thing Get some reactions from you guys And we'll go into the game that we all want to talk
2: about there are I guess it, yeah, no worries. Like there are four major moments in the game. Again, um, we did have chances overall to put it away, but we couldn't, we just hit crossbars. We just couldn't, like the ball wasn't in our favors, is the best way to say it. Um, hitting crossbars, hitting pass, hitting bad posts and stuff like that overall. But the we'll just get into it. Um, 14th minute. The Quakes on a counterattack from deep in our territory. Maria, Marie to a Quakes player. Again, I couldn't see who it was. I couldn't see the player. I couldn't understand who it was from Mendez, but is recovered quickly by Grigus and takes it into our third and here is going to be the recurring theme of the night. Played wide to Espinoza, who finds a overlapping Thomas and Tommy passes Thompson, it to Thompson. Into- yeah. Mm-hmm. I said it's Thompson. Okay, whatever. Um, Thompson. And Tommy passes into the box for uh, kick, uh, Kikanovic, who scores it 1-0. Like I said, it was when you see, if you rewatch the highlights and watch that play, you see about five defenders in the box when that happened. so we kind of just lost momentum and lost players on that counterattack.
1: I mean, we had ball watching. We had players flopping on the play. It was just a broken situation. Um, All bad things. uh, Something I don't ever want to see again, right? I mean, that was ugly. So uh, poor Max on the whole situation. What are you going to do? You know, kind of left for dead yet again in this one. So move on to the 54th minute because, let's be honest, I'm going to get through this quickly. Uh, A little bit of sunshine, right?
2: Yes. Um, so, Blessing has the ball in our half to find Cheeky. Cheeky uh, surveys the field, but passes it back to Blessing in the half, in in the middle of the half. Um, quick pass to Okosa. Okosa gives a great through ball to Opoku, and if you watch again, we watched that highlight for that goal. It was a perfect through ball, t- like in between two defenders, and also the run by Opoku running in between those defenders to get to the ball and then ends up scoring a nice little great uh, goal from him to put us uh, even.
1: Yeah. Again, the doing a poco things, right? Good finish, good run, good everything. Uh, That's why we like him out there and are comfortable with him out there. Uh, Definitely a massive bright spot this season. Um, Bam. Looking at that play, that was typical LAFC football, right?
0: That's the LAFC that way you see this year. That was, that was quintessential LAFC football. That was a couple of quick passes, players knowing where a player was going to be, and a beautiful pass. It was just, it was perfect.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was few and far between for most of that match, which was rough, uh, but at least there was one moment. Now, going into the 77th minute, of course, heartbreak uh, enters the equation.
2: What happens, Tony? Espinosa in our half finds, again, an overlapping Thompson. And he crosses it into a box to find an unmarked uh Cogwell, and he ends up scoring to pretty much finishes up for them to be up to one.
1: Yep, and of course, Cade Cal usually is the super sub for them, and t- at times anyway. Uh, promising young player, knew he could burn us the minute he came in, uh, and they did, you know, they caught us now. Insult is added to injury as he gets to the 79th minute. And, of course, the baffling moment and the real defeat of the day. Uh, Ilya gets his second yellow. Uh, right, Tony? Did you mm-hmm. think it was a yellow card?
2: Um, it was. Watching the replay, yeah. he went studs up and, like, stepped on him and kind of, like, grazed him It from far away. If you watching it, like, again, from the field of like say oh it was just a dive it was not a soft foul but when you actually rewatch the replay studs were up presses down scrapes on the knee falls and again uh, ilia was already on his second already on his first yellow card and so um, unfortunately we won't have ilia for austin
1: which hard to forgive in that one we really need him in this game and now i don't know getting getting play time in a match that was dirty all game yeah, he fell for it, man, and now we miss him. Uh, Bam. I think that's probably – you're probably with my thing. Like, like, that was the biggest error of even having him in the game, I think, was was where we're at, right?
0: Yeah. At, at the moment, at that point in the match, with such a big game coming up, just pull him off. It, it He shouldn't have been out there at that, at that stage. No, nah, no.
1: Nah. Tough, tough break for us. Now we have to make up for it with a very loaded Austin side. Uh, they're going to have to figure out real quick. And I'm pretty sure Holling's head is not going to be the solution in midfield. Uh, yeah, so there we are. Uh, so 2-1, goals by Cal, goals by Kigenovich. Uh Opoku does what he does. So it brings us into what we usually talk about, of course, is also State say it before we do reactions. Top three, Bam. Um, what's it looking like for top three?
0: Top three, not many people voted this week because of obviously reasons but this is another another one of the games where it's hard to pick a top three because it wasn't an lfc game so um, from the fans opoku got the top Palacios um Chicho, escobar murillo were all there about even um for us for me i went opoku murillo acosta araceli sent her through to me she went opoku palacios and crepo. As her top three.
1: Because he got absolutely like hammered all game by bad defending. Yeah. (laughs) He made some essential saves. It would have been worse. So yeah, I I make sense. Uh Tony, where are you at in your top three, man?
2: Um Apoku. Um what did I say was my second one? I totally forgot. Um, well, I'll say uh cheeky. And, um, again, one for Max because, again, he did keep us in the game for the first half and most of the game overall, but, again, it's kind of hard to win our defense Are kind of ball-watching to stop every ball.
1: Yeah, rough, rough, rough take. Um, I'll throw mine in there. I kind of didn't want to give any this week. That's how I was feeling on this, or give all three to Opoku. Uh, But, yeah, Opoku will get my number one. Acosta will get my number two. Um, and out of sympathy, Max gets number three. <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. And Bam, do we hear we heard from you, right? You got yours out there. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. all Mine right. Mine was
0: a pocket, Murillo, mm-hmm. and a Costa.
1: Yeah, so there we are. Now, uh, in the race, who's in the lead, sir?
0: At the moment, um, Villa's, Villa's in the lead, um, Chicho is just behind him. Then there's a big gap down to a Poku. Um, we'll, we'll give some special mentions to B-Rod. He finished on 18 points because he obviously won't be back here. So he, he's left us on 18 points. And Mamadou fall was on 17 points. So <sighs>
1: that one just makes me sad. The other one, not so much, but Fall makes me sad. Uh, yeah. yeah. So... Got gotcha, you, man. So I think at this point we're gonna throw it out to comments from everybody, reactions that they have. You know, our reactions are like, "What the heck, uh, Tony?" Actually, I know you wanted to say something. So before we throw the reactions, go for it, sir.
2: So I just want to kind of like, I guess the best way to say it is put push the brakes on everybody right now. I understand this was a very a loss to a rival, but from what i've been hearing on twitter from everybody else just talking it's kind of i I don't understand where this is coming from so the best way to say it is people are calling people out like why are we doing this why are we doing that like kind of turning on the team which is not a very supporter thing to do like i understand like we have to keep everyone accountable and we will keep people accountable but at the end of the day we are number one we are as the defender as defenders say all the time best in the West and best in MLS at the moment. We are still on top of the supporter shield and everything like that. Again, this was a throwaway match. This was us trying to rest for Austin because this is the biggest match at this moment in time. Again, every match coming forward is the next big match, the next big match and so forth until playoffs. But Austin is a conference final opponent, 100%. Um, and so let's just pump the brakes. Don't just try to kill everybody because Max did a great job, did everything he could for what he can. Again, we, we were pulling Hollingshead head as a midfielder slash forward because we were trying to rest players and trying to get everyone associated with everything that we're going moving forward. So remember, this is not last season. We're in a better season. This is a we're winning everything where we have the potential to move. We were allowed to have one and I'd rather have the hiccup now than in the playoffs. So yeah, that's my, I guess my Philly rant for the day.
1: <laughs> now nah, I feel you, man. Like I said, my heart hurts, but my head goes, yeah, I kind of get it. Um, could I Monday quarterback this one to death? Yeah, man. We got a bunch of kids that are sitting doing nothing on the bench. Why aren't they playing if you're gonna throw one away? Why isn't Trejo getting a run out? It, it, that, that's where it bothered me is, is if you are honestly gonna throw one, right? Or just let one burn. Let the let the youth burn it out, man. Like what what how bad could it be? Uh seriously. Guys are, you know, they're ready. They're they're chomping at the bit. They want their moment again. Uh we saw against Portland, right? We had a young kid score against against Torres, right? So why not? You know why? Why throw blessing up top when you got when you got Trejo you just signed? You could have had blessing in the midfield and we ha- and we handle. You know, I, I it's that's where I'm Monday morning cornerback this. But at the end of the day, is the sky falling? No. Am I condemning Dolo? No. You know, uh, difference of opinion. That's all it is. Uh, I like where he has us right now. Our best season we've ever had, to be honest, and our strongest team. So you want to go to Thorington? Are you kidding? We're on the verge of, of a record. So one game goes. We move on. We kick Austin's ass this week, and uh, we all celebrate. Move on. Happy. Good times. Again, Ilya missing is the only one. I would have a bigger beef if Vela went out there and got hacked, and we really miss him for the rest of the year. Then I got something to be mad about, but that didn't happen. Bam?
0: I want to ask you two. At the moment, who would draw the loser game to? San Jose or Austin? San, San Jose is
1: border... Yeah, San Jose's borderline irrelevant at this point. Um, exactly.
0: It it was a tactical loss. I'd rather lose now against them, come out firing against Austin than to beat them and lose to Austin. You know, Austin's Austin's a team that we don't have to, we can't take for granted. They're a good team. They've got the MVP player wrapped up. We need to focus more on them than we did with San Jose. Plain and simple.
1: Right. And I don't think we do we really I on as a fan, I rate San Jose as a rival. But in terms of football, dude, they haven't done enough to earn it. Right? They haven't. They're,
0: they're a rival because they're in California. Yeah. If they weren't if they weren't in California, they wouldn't be a rival. Plain and simple. You know, they play trash football. They geolock us out. Like <laughs> The, the, like the fact that I couldn't buy a ticket if I wanted to go because even though I'm in Australia, no, can't do that. All they're, trying, all they're doing is killing people that want to go to the stadium to, to watch games. Yes, I'd go there as LAFC fan, but I know that there are some people that just want to go watch a game that go, oh, I'll be up around San Jose. I can't go because they've got to jail block that game. You're a trash organization. Get yourself together.
1: Exactly. And we move on and no one talks about them for the rest of the season because they have no relevance at all. They're not a part of the race. They won't be in the playoffs. They might play spoiler for us for a couple other teams. They're probably going to do work for us without realizing it right as we get into the end. And that's it. Forget them. All right. Let's throw it out to the supporters. You guys, I know, have a lot to say. And if there's anger, we understand it. Uh, Let's go here. So... Christopher Gomez first in the mix. There we go. Boom. Jonathan Raima is here. He says, top of the table, hat box, players sold, players on loan. Biggest game of the second half of the year tomorrow. What a time to be black and gold. That's the perspective, people, right there. Good stuff, Jonathan. You put it all in one short sentence. Love it, man. Good on you, sir. Anthony Bermudez. Uh, this team can't sell CFO after Rodriguez and fall on loan. I don't think Sifo is going anywhere, man. I think we're good until the end of the season. I don't think that's a target at this point. Now there are teams that want him. I know the Leeds rumor was real. Uh, it sounded pretty real to me and there's others. So, uh, there is, there is the temptation, but I think bringing the soldiers that they're bringing in, none of them are in the center. You know, I, these are more attacking options. So, it doesn't seem like the target is is revealing itself as a seafood replacement, so I think we're okay there. Uh, Christopher Gomez, not even that better. Not let him go for six mil, uh, dude. Yeah, I, I, Fall's gonna get more than that, I think, when it's all said and done. So we shall see. Uh, Lunch special, Geo says seafood can't wait till we win the cup. He's ready for it. The boys are ready for it. He knows what he wants. Uh Araceli, hey, there she is. Been a busy week for sure. There it is. All you know again, all of the Araceli. She is absolutely amazing doing all that she does for us. Yes, the fam. That is for sure. Uh B says it hurts me to fall's a massive talent. Not the send it's a send off, man. That's what what bugs me, man. He just didn't get that that last swan song uh at the bank and that that stinks. Uh, Araceli said, uh, if, if fall news hits harder, it does. It does. Oh, I like this one. Beast says, who gets more playing time with their new clubs? Brian with America or fall with Villarreal? I think in the short term, I will predict that Brian gets more play time. But in the long term, fall is going to be a lot of play time in Europe where Brian ain't going to Europe. So that, that. Bam, you want to throw in on that one?
0: Um. I'm going to score four. He's going to get more playing time because he, he's his going to walk straight into Villarreal's B team. You know, oh, yeah. I
1: mean, if we're counting B yeah. teams, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Counting c- c- B teams, plain and simple. He's going to get more playing time. Brian will play a couple of games. He won't do much, and he'll be benched.
1: Yeah, this is uh... – And in, in, I mean, in real terms, Club America, if you don't get it right in the first three games, you just don't get it right. They play these shortened seasons, right? The pressure is on. There is no time to experiment. If you don't get the you don't get the results quick in that league, you're not going to the playoffs. I know how good Club America is. Do they need him? No, he's a luxury. He's a luxury for them. Um, so if he doesn't make an impact, forget it. He sits. That,
0: that simple. Uh, but hey, at least he
1: gets more followers.
0: Yeah, And I, I'm going to also say that 4 is going to have more fun, because just looking up the La Liga 2 where Villarreal B is in, they get to go play in Ibiza.
1: Yeah, that's temptation right there. Oh, <laughs> now you just made, made Ryan Rodriguez sad, because you know where he wants to be. Uh, <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey, look, Ox is on. Good stuff, man. Get some sleep when you need to, man. There we are uh beast says shots fired yeah from me talking about instagram tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong uh beast brian felt to me like he was more concerned on other things than football he's a special case i will say uh, unique character uh ox can't wait to see them out there exactly man Man, I've got some weapons. It's beautiful. Uh, Geo says, we'll have good answers on the bench for those tough games, especially in playoffs. Yes, it's going to be a grind to the finish, a very short playoff series um, in terms of what? Within one month, everything goes down. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. That's for sure. And having the depth that we have, you're right. You're right, Geo. Uh, this is smart from our side. Uh Beast says LEC does does have tough road matches ahead after Austin, Minnesota, and Portland. Uh two Texas teams in the heat and fun of Austin and Houston, right? So yes, you need the depth for that. And if there was one game where you go, eh, San Jose made sense in that list of games. So there. Uh, Bermudez says, wonder how we got more for Rodriguez than we got for Rossi. Rossi was supposed to be the highest MLS export in 2019. LRC got offered 17 mil for him and they only got five pandemic. That's your story. Um, that, you know, nobody had the, the free cash to really play, play big and we needed to free up space. So we just took a deal. I, I think that that's where at. bam. You think I'm wrong in that one? Is that pretty much what we're looking at? It's
0: pretty much what we're looking at playing simple. Yeah. Um, speaking of Rossi, you know, Fenerbahce won the both legs of this um, qualifications for the Europa League. So he also played a lot of game time in those games, which is good for him.
1: Yeah. And it was a little bit funky uh, with his, with his new side uh, seemed a little bit weird in terms of the process and delays and odd negotiation tactics. I'll say that it just seemed that way. So the Rossi era is over now. We're in a different world. So yeah, fun times. Ox says, don't want to overhype our guys for them to beat their point record or a revolutions record. Don't want it to come back and bite us in the buttocks. Well, you tell me, uh, we beat, eight, or these are two records. You're talking about a teams that did not win MLS cup. So is it that important? Really? It's nice. I, I would love the record. Love to get it back. But I don't want to guy our guys burned out to get it. It's not that important. Shield is shield. You'll get your shield. So, yeah. Burke is in the same same boat. He agrees with OX. Good stuff. Uh, Beast says Ilya should have just got the night off. I'm with you, man. I think we're all. With you. I think we mentioned that on the episode last time um, that we thought he was the guy going to get some rest. I believe didn't, uh, and we paid. So yes. Uh, Beast also says Bale should have played more than 15 minutes. I don't know, man. That was a physical match. Um, I, I was at that point. Yeah. If you're going to really play him, play him. 15 minutes is kind of funny. Uh, ooh, we got a predictions from Smalls Kenobi. He says we're winning in Austin 2-1. to one. Love it, man. I'm not going to give predictions because they always bite me. But uh, I like the confidence, sir. Love it uh beast says i'll give 3252 one of those top three slots for a way showing up in san jose <laughs> san cow poop san jose uh yeah uh yeah just san jose stinks what can you say terrible terrible uh david day coming in the clutch looking for the like button love it david thank you sir he just always he handles it man better than we do you see that beautiful uh b says i was pissed more at dolo trejo should have played right why you make a big deal about signing the kid get him the minutes give him the 15 minutes instead of bail man like let's go uh b says austin has a great football atmosphere great supporters great stadium except there's one exception away supporters unless you're dallas or houston can't have drums losers they're scared they're scared of our culture they're scared of everyone's culture that actually travels. They picked the two teams that have drums and state because yeah, they might have to actually travel. And let's be real, they're doing it because they know their travelers will actually go to Houston and go to Dallas. So they're protecting their own interests, which means do they not have confidence? Their supporters can go all over the league. Sounds like a lack of confidence all the way around. So congratulations, Austin, for acting like a NFL team uh, <laughs> and taking passion out of sport. Uh, you guys stink. We all know you stink. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I just had to say something. Uh, let's see. Beast says, uh, San Jose was only a sellout. (laughs) I think they're only for the year, right? Uh, Ox, uh, thing is, okay, what if it was a tactical loss or throwaway and we go out there and end up losing against Austin for the same mistakes? What would be saying about that? Uh, we still have a lead. We gave it our best shot. I'm not going to be happy about it. They beat us in our house. We have revenge on our minds. Tony? Uh,
2: I, yes. It, again, San Jose was a tactical loss. We can lose that one. San uh, Against Austin, will be a little bit more critical on it because, again, this is a conference final and we have to learn from it. But, again, this is one of those ones that if we lose, we will go a little bit harder than the San Jose because, again, San Jose is not making playoffs, not in – any, we're not going to see him them in playoffs or anything at all. While Austin, again, I, we'll go into it later, but they're right behind us in the table. They're a, they're a major competitor for everything at this well as well. So again, it's a different give and take of the best way to say it is like you are up here and they are down here, while they're right here at the same low as us.
1: Let me offer an alternative situation okay, Ox, we got our three points. We put in Vela. We put in everybody. Bale, Chiellini, got the three points. But one of those boys takes on a knock that doesn't want to go away. And now they're not available for Austin, oh, and they're they're jacked up for the rest of the year. Remember what happened when Vela took an injury? How great were we when he was out? Why would you put that risk out there? Is it worth it? That That's the other side of the coin is, okay, great. You took one against dirty San Jose and they were playing dirty. You saw them playing dirty. They were trying to injure people and they got success against one of our older players that we need in the playoffs. Now you don't have him as a good option. And if you do, he's got a limp. Was it worth that three points when you already pretty much locked up the first seed? I know emotions versus logic is what we're fighting here. Um, Passion, right? That's where we're at. So got to think that one through, man. It's it's, it's the give and the take. Uh, Daniel Angel is in Austin with 8 million of our other supporters. Dude, you guys went hard. Uh, all of you guys traveling. The heroes of the revolution, that is for sure. You are the reason why LAFC is who they are. Uh, we wouldn't be what we are and draw who we draw and attract certain players if you weren't doing what you guys do. So good on all of you guys making that trek. I know it was a bit of a cash grab over there as well. Uh, so it wasn't cheap for you guys. Uh, and so thank you to all the traveling supporter for getting it done and going. You're the story. Our guys are going to take care of business. And if they do, a lot of it will be because of you guys. So thank you guys for traveling. Uh, David Day, just enjoy thinking of Buongo and Bale in the playoffs. Right? Healthy, healthy. Yes. Uh, beast mls cup over supporter shield i'll take both i don't need records just take the hardware love it beast uh david day ccl uh, over mls that is our next mission dude i would love to see our boys embarrass v-rod in a ccl match it would just kind of be funny um hey buddy do the legs great uh yeah let's do it ox just just want our guys to get that cup. That's all we we're in for, man. That's yeah. We know what really counts. We know where we're at. Uh we love shields, but we want cups that much more. And we can take both. So take both and keep guys healthy. Yeah, you do what you got to do to get there. We're having the best of all of it. Enjoy. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. We're going to get back into it cuz we got a ton of community news. Um and so I'm going to now throw this one over to Tony, with Community News, man, I know you got a
2: lot, so fire away, brother. Yes, I have a lot this week. Um, So we'll start with one of our young players is uh, Christopher Jamie has signed to the L.A. Lights. As you know, there is an opening because we got Trejo. So uh, Jamie has stepped up, and the Lights have signed him to go play for them. So congratulations, Jamie, and I hope you do well. Nice. Good stuff. All right. And then moving on forward for all you F- FIFA fans or FIFA. If it was, FIFA. I, I call it FIFA just because that's the joke in general, but it is FIFA. But um, the bank is officially in FIFA 23. So we can finally play the bank as lfc make it your hometown and every, make it your home stadium when you make your club and everything like that. So let's go. Um, also, in other related news, and this is, was again this is we touched base on it a little bit last game um uh last podcast but uh the tim's family met bail as you know they flew, they take a family vacation if you hear the story every year they try to catch an mls game and of course since we have one of their stars on our team they wanted to go see bail unfortunately we had he bail sat out and uh Jimmy and LAOC reached out to them and brought them to the training center for a meet and greet, a signing, and watching Bale and all of LAOC train. So um, again, thank you for you guys in the FO, everything for, again, showing that we do actually care for people who are coming here and making those miles and miles of travel just to see us and, of course, seeing Bale because he is the main attraction. But again... Watch it because you want to see us, not just for one player. That's just my little tidbit.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, they're on family vacation. It's a gamble you take. It happens. Uh, It is amazing for the club. and thankful to Jimmy for for the follow-through and making that happen Um, to have the Tim's family actually meet him anyways. And it's probably a greater experience doing that than actually going to a game. So it all worked itself out. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, nice to see it all work, work the way it did. Uh, good on bail as well for taking the time to meet with them sign some autographs and uh, again show why he's black and gold and why it fits perfectly into the culture that we have here so good on them uh what else is going what happened with do it for la that's some crazy news man
2: so do it for la as you know is our main anthem for the year and it's the, one of the best anth- anthems since uh since Styx did his anthem for us, um, has reached one million streams on Spotify. So, congratulations to Be Real, DJ Flick, and Kid Ink for hitting a million, uh, million streams on Spotify for that. So, um, of course, also, if you want to learn more about DJ Flick, uh, listen to Defender's new podcast, which they do an interview with him at Saturday's Football. And also, there is another interview with DJ Flick on Shoulder to Shoulder, if you want to listen to another different questionnaire from uh jonathan and shoulder to shoulder so make sure to listen to those when you can't have a chance if you want more information good
1: um, stuff, love it
2: <laughs> yeah and again there's a lot to go through so i'm gonna try to get through this fire away fire away so uh step up is the community spotlight for delta as you know lafc does a spotlight a community spotlight for uh their their own thing so uh step up it works to close the opportunity gap and transcend gender and racial inequalities so that all girls have the opportunity to pursue their dreams. And that's what is Step Up School. And on top of that, D9U and, uh, can you say this? I'm going to butcher this and I don't want to butcher them.
1: Yeah, Uh, Apostolos Ministries worldwide.
2: Worldwide are raising money for soccer supplies and gear for children in Guadalajara, Jalisco. So they are taking uh, pre-orders at the moment for uh, six K-Pops for $15. And also they will be selling those same K-Pops at the next tailgate, uh, RASL. So um, again, this is a good cause. It's trying to benefit people that don't have the money to buy soccer gear because soccer gear is becoming more and more expensive because of cleats, shin guards, balls, training, everything like that. So if you have, you know, and you get a little K-Pop over as well for it. So um, go, uh, go enjoy those next game or pre-order at the moment, if you want to. Sounds and like then good
1: stop at the tailgate, go for it. Keep going. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> and then the last, but shortly not least, since most of, some of y'all are in Austin and most of us can go, there are watch parties. So luckies will be at sidebar grill at um, 433 main street, Alhambra. Empire Boys will be at Rowdy's again, and uh, that would be a 6th Street Rancho Cucamonga. And then most of the watch parties for um Black Army, I know we'll be there. So we'll be D nine U with sorry with the official LAC watch party as well. We'll be at Brooklyn Avenue Pizza Co. at twenty seven oh eight East Caesar E Chavez Avenue, and the cool thing about it is if you buy a pizza uh, pizza uh, eat 25% of each pie sold tomorrow or directly benefit the Malfacio Memorial Futsal Court and that is all for community news Whew.
1: there we are good stuff yeah I know uh, Brooklyn Avenue Pizza <laughs> definitely the official watch party uh, will be well attended has a huge amount of space uh, so they can actually accommodate you guys uh, and it should be a good time out. And I believe there is a black and gold pizza. Uh, was I wrong in seeing that? I believe there is a special pizza just for LAFC there. So that's kind of cool too. All right. Now vinyl club minute. Yeah, we're going there. Um, I know everybody's like, great. San Jose, here we go again. You're going to talk about the same band. They always do. It's going to be rancid. It's not rancid, uh, <laughs> tempting, but we could took that last time. So, uh, for this one, I, I was a little shocked. I didn't know this dude was from there. But I'm like, all right, we'll run with this one. Uh, we're going to go with Nikki Six, Yeah, of Motley Crue fame. Uh, but we're going to talk about independent Nikki Six for this one, just for fun. Uh, I think for this, probably his best individual or solo album had to be The Heroin Diaries. Uh came out in 20, 2007. Uh, most famous song in that, and it's one that got a lot of play, was Life is Beautiful. So there you go for your San Jose artist. We went a little bit different with this one and went with Nikki Six. Who doesn't like Nikki Six? Let's be honest. Who doesn't like Motley Crue? It's cool, right? Right, Bam.
0: Love a bit of Motley Crue every now and then. Just gotta change up a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely a change for us. We'll take it though. Uh, again, it's it's San Jose. It you know once you get past Rancid, it kind of drops hard. I mean, did you think we are gonna go with Smash Mouth? Nah, I go smash mouth. So there you go. All right. Bring this to why y'all are here in the first place. You want to talk Austin? You want to talk about high noon? That's the moment. Taking these dudes on, making it happen, getting our revenge against them for beating us in our house this year. What? Yeah, they did. So let's do this. Bam. How are they doing? What's the run of form for those guys? I bet you it's going to shock a few people.
0: Mm-hmm. So the last five, there's two wins, two losses, one draw. The draw was a 3-3 home draw to San Jose. Two of the wins was a 2-0 away to SKC and then a home 4-3 win to SKC. That actually was a good match, the 4-3. That, watching that was actually a decent match. And the two losses was a 4-3 home loss to New York Red Bulls and a 2-1 away loss to Minnesota in their last game.
1: So what you're saying is that they're beating the teams that aren't making the playoffs and losing the teams that are.
0: Yes, pretty much. But okay, they're very high scoring games. Like there's a 4 3 home win, a 4 3 home loss, and a 3 3 home draw.
1: It's it's wild in their house. You you can't stop these guys. They're gonna score. And 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 to be real, if anybody got to watch that sporting Kansas City match, I remember in the stadiums like Dude, Sporting Kansas City is tearing them up. We got a, you know, we got an opening. And then the next time I do, I check my phone and I'm like, what just happened? Uh, if you watch that game and watch it, it is the ultimate cautionary tale as to what we're dealing with when they play at home. They do not die. They do not give up. They are a relentless side this will be a tough one for us simply because they're not going to be like, oh, you scored on us. We're shutting down. No, they're going to keep the game plan. They're going to fly. Right, Bam? I mean, that—that that is their way this year.
0: That is. That is. It's They don't just turn around and go, okay, we're down 2-0 after 20 minutes. Pack up shop and just try and stop the bleeding. They go, okay, we're down 2-0 after 20 minutes. Mentally, it's nil-nil. Let's get a goal. Let's get in front, and they know as soon as they get a goal, a second and the third one will come quickly.
1: Simple, yeah. That 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 that's that's where their heads are at now. Tony, I'm gonna throw it to you. Um, I know you wanted the simplest, good, bad, and the ugly, so I'll let you start with that, and then I'll add on, man. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly, sir.
2: So pretty much it's Juicy, 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 and Juicy <laughs> because it sounds like Juicy at the end of the day. But Juicy um, is literally the main goal scorer, the MVP. He, like I said, Austin is 2019 us, where we depended on Vela to carry our team, and this is pretty much the same thing. Um, that is, for my good, bad, and ugly, that is the main um focus that we have to do of course austin is a very good team but if you want to just literally say good bad ugly juicy is good juicy can get ugly and if he does bad then we are winning so that is the main point so um what would you add on to that uh
1: i would say as a unit they're strong um you cannot underestimate it and juicy can't have the season he's having without service uh, and he's got weapons around him. Now, in terms of total goals scored, amazingly enough, they're tied with us this year, guys. We have 55 that we've put away. They've put away 55. Shootout, people. That's what that means. But here's here's the big interesting point. It's amazing. They have 36 goals against. We only have 26 against. Again, how many games have we played this year and we only allowed 26 goals? When did LAFC ever do stuff like that, man? Like, seriously, it's pretty darn good. Uh, gold difference for them is a plus 19. Ours is plus 29. Again, powerhouses this year. There, there's no doubt they actually have more assists though. And that's why I warn you guys, don't just say it's a druci druci show. It is. You're hundred percent right. And he should be the MVP this year. Be crazy if he's not, um, and shut up Philly Gazdag will not be MVP. Um, They've got 41 assists to our 35 which means they'd move the ball around uh the service is good and uh, so they have guys to service that's it now head to head yeah we've owned these guys up until the last match right that's what's happened here there's been a change they are a challenge we lost two to one at home want to go look that up and see how things went fact is we lost to one at home rare loss now What weapons am I talking about? How how are they going to score outside of Drusy? Say we shut that dude down. Well, you know, he's got 18 goals this year, pretty darn good in 26 games. But then you look around and there's Fagundes with five and Maximiliano and he's got seven. And so there's other guys that score. And you look at the assists and Fagundes has nine of those. Um, You know, Finley's got five assists. The weapons are still there, guys. Uh, they they know what they're doing. They're playing a little different than the last time we played them, too. And, bam, I think you can attest to that. Their, their system has definitely changed over the course of this season,
0: right? It has, but their last four games, same system, same players, they don't change from that. So I expect to see what they've played with the last four games to be playing against us.
1: Right. And this because the system works. Josh Wolf has this thing. He's figured it out. It's something that can neutralize us, and we'll talk about that in a few. Um, just to compare, like I said, they're, they're leading star so is 18, ours is 12 with Christian Orongo. But, of course, we also share the love with Vela and Apoku and several others, and that gives us kind of an advantage because it's coming from everywhere. And I believe Hollings, won, Hollings had won my bet, right, between the B-Rod race because, well, it's now Surrender. Just put yep. kind of that out there, too. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Um, and then our sis, you know, Vela's got seven. Sefuentes has six. Arango's got four. Again, they've got weapons. We've got weapons. It's going to be fun. Going to be fun. Uh, looking at, you know, their potential 11, like you mentioned, they're going to play the 4-2-3-1. They're going to play the 4-2-3-1. Don't look at it any other way. That's what they're going to play against us. Guaranteed. Almost certain. On offense, will they switch potentially to a 4-3-3 at times? They might. Mid-match. It could happen. Uh, but defensively, the way they're set up, the way they're organized, 4-2-3-1 is what to expect. Now, who are we going to expect to see up top? Oruti. Uh, who else is going to be? It's going to be Oruti. That guy's always dangerous. He has a history of hurting us, too. He does. With other teams. But he does have a history. Uh, Drusy in the middle. Plug and play. Making it happen. Finley on the right. Fagunda's on the left. Pereira and Ring. Anchoring the midfield, at least that was the last match. We'll say that, um, and then Gallagher, Gabrielsson, Cascante, and Lima in the back, with Stuver in goal. And why would not be Stuver again? Of course, if you look at the last match before that, big changes. Nope. I'm looking. I'm Same. looking. Do you see any changes? I don't see any changes. Right. Same lineup. Yeah. No. Same lineup. Yeah. And, and, and uh, the game
0: before, I, game before that yeah. against cool. the, against San Jose. Same lineup. Game before that against SKC away, same lineup. The last time they had a different lineup was against New York Red Bulls where they played a 4-3-3, and Stuva was out.
1: Yeah. Guess what, guys? You see the lineup. This is one of the most predictable ones in the league because they're good, right? But here's the deal. They have weapons off the bench. It's not like it's a one-track pony, this is all you got. No. They've got options. Well, what options? They have Felipe that can come in on the left uh they have owen wolf yes that wolf related to who oh yeah the manager uh he could come in play a defensive midfield role if necessary uh you have danny hosen who i've always found to be one of the most underrated players in mls he can come in uh you have Komanich that can come in you have redis that can come in so you have some wing plays from those two Dude, they can hurt you. They can hurt you all over the place. So don't think that it's a one-track pony because it's not. They have options now. I'm trying to think some other names that might pop up. Uh, Romagna might come in. Uh, that could happen. Uh, we well, see. If
0: you, mm-hmm. if you go, go for by the last game, they did a triple sub in the 67th minute with uh, Redis, Holsen, and Wolf coming on for Finlay, Utri, and Piera. 76th minute, they had Colmack on for Gundes. In the 86th minutes, they had Camp Holy on for Gallagher. So they used all five, the triple sub in the 67th minute.
1: Expect that against us to stay fresh. Again, they don't let up. That that's, that's the difference between this Austin team versus other Austin teams of the past is they have found themselves. They have found their culture. They have moved on from being an expansion t- side. Don't look at them that way anymore. It's over honeymoon over. They have found their culture. They found their plan. They know what they want to do. Uh, And so we are in for an absolute battle tomorrow. Nothing guaranteed. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be tight. Don't expect the win tomorrow. Don't you're playing in their house. Expect us to play for it. But again, this is a good matchup. They match up well against us. And as Bam mentioned earlier, this is a logical choice for your conference final. It just, is this is the test this is the team that can test us the most of anyone in the west without a doubt this is real this is a battle that we're in tony you're sitting there praying i think over there you want to throw into this thing because it's looking like we're going to be in for a
2: show tomorrow no it's going to be a show like i said um i'm just listening and just it's going to be a show so expect uh a good hard fought game because this is the quote-unquote lead-up, as Bam said, to the um, conference finals, most likely.
1: Yeah, and if we get the win, it's the win that won the West. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, this is the one that puts that gap that they cannot catch if we get the result. That's how big this match is for us. Again, it's like that six-point swing we always talk about. What what was the magic number, Bam? What did you throw up there? Sounds familiar number. Oh yeah. The swing would win it. Right. The swing locks it in. So uh pretty much handle people. That's how it's going to be. So that, that is, that's what we're going to see. I'm going to enjoy this game. We better get the result. We need the result. Uh But I, yeah, I couldn't guarantee you guys anything. And I can't walk into this going, yeah, we got the three points. Cause it's not that kind of a match we're in. It's going to have a playoff vibe. Finally, a match with the playoff vibe. Uh, enjoy. For those of you guys going there, do not let up please do not let up, and I know you want you're thirty two fifty two uh and if they don't let you use a drum, use a chair if you got to use a shoe, use a shoe use a stick, use anything make them regret not letting you have a drum right and make the noise anyway, which you will because it's what we do wherever we go we make it happen so uh, bam, anything you just want to throw into this match because I know this has ah, be a good one
0: um it is I'm. Um... Intrigued about the referee choice for this game. So they've gone with Alex Chilowitz. Uh He's done 15 games this year, uh, 46.7% home wins, 40% away wins, 13.3% draws with 23.27 fouls per game, 3.6 yellows, and he's he's given zero reds so far this year. Overall, out of his 79 games, he's only given 0.09 reds. So he hasn't given... of of Reds. Um, His first LAFC game for us this year, it's his second one for Austin, which was a draw with San Jose. Overall for us, uh, away games, we had one away game with him where we lost, and Austin has had one home game with him where they lost.
1: It's a wash. It's a wash. And I guess you could say he's kind of the ref that Would you say he's pretty good at his card distribution to handle matches?
0: I I would. I would. You know, um, out of his 79 games, he's given 3.59 yellows from 24.18 fouls per game. So you look at that and you sit there and go, he calls fouls, lets people play, lets the game flow, doesn't want to take people out of games for silly little things. But if it starts getting too chippy, he will start pulling out the... The cut. So, I'm intrigued to see how he goes.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be physical. He's going to let it get physical. So, it's going to be a war tomorrow. That's what it's going to be—an uh, absolute battle. This is how the playoffs will be. They let them play a little more. Our guys have to get used to that. That's probably why we're investing in you know veteran players because they know this is what to expect. This will be a tough one. It should be a tough one. It's worthy. Outside of these two teams, I don't see anybody else in the West like this. These are the two. This is the showdown. So enjoy the shootout at high noon, um, figuratively, right? It's 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 going to be what f- uh, five o'clock kickoff over here.
0: Am I yeah, reading ten, that correct? So ten a.m. kickoff over here for me, which is disappointing because there's no pubs open at that time of morning. So I have just sit at home and watch it. Not get to go out and catch up with a mate of mine who is an Austin fan. Um, he'll be over there for a couple of games later on this year. But, you know, can't catch up with a pub with him, have a beer. I just gotta sit at home and watch it on ESPN as long as the Little League World series doesn't go over time and delay this and delay them showing the game.
1: Hey, Little World. League. Think about ESPN with this and their value of the Little League World Series. It's pretty funny stuff. Um, Nothing against the Little League World Series, but the professionals are playing, man. Sheesh. All right. So throwing it into that, of course, we got this giant wrench in our lineup all of a sudden because of the San Jose match. Let's be real. Which puts us into a real situation of who the heck are we going to start? Honestly, we now have real solid questions for the first time in a long time is... What's the real lineup gonna be? You know they have to go out there solid. It ain't gonna be a tester match. It can't be. You could throw everything away if it, you mess around with this. So here comes the question: Who is starting in this match? Who should we expect? I think the front line is pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, Tony, your prediction for this, and I think it's gonna be the same for all of us. Fire away.
2: Apoko Vela.
1: Bing, bing, bing. There it is. All right. Um, backline probably going to be very 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 predictable uh i'll go with you bam your back line
0: uh escobar brillo uh Chiellini and Placios.
1: bing 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 again what a shock i i don't see it any other way there either um unless they really want to do this segura mario vibe because steady eddie is being steady eddie all of a sudden uh could that be because they seem to really gel well instantly and Mario plays on a whole nother level when 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 Eddie's next to him so that could be and then Keolini comes in as the super but they've been resting Keolini for a while so it's 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 hard to see him not not get some play time uh Max is in goal no shock there why would we do anything else which brings us to the midfield dude this is tough um it shouldn't be that tough but Tony, give it your best shot. Who do you see in the midfield?
2: So the two obvious ones, we're just going to go up, just let that out, and you'll both agree with me, is, of course, Acosta and Sifu, 100%. Yeah. Now with yeah. Elie with his red out for this game, that's where the question goes into it. It's either Blessing or uh, Mendez. Yeah. And on this one, I don't want to go blessing just for experience and knowing the pressure of the games. Again, Mendes is still learning the system a little bit more. He could start. I wouldn't be surprised, but again, it's a toss up between the two that I would that I would do.
1: And uh, Bam,
2: I'm gonna
0: give Mendes a start and leave blessing as the off the bench uh, pocket rocket. Um, yes, Mendes needs to learn a little bit more, but I think having Blessing as a backup to come in for him, I think will be a better option to go with. But at the same time, though, it is literally Dolo should just w- look at the two names, grab a coin, head Blessing, towels, Mendez, flip it, and go from there. It's one of those where it's pros and cons for both to start, plain and simple. So
1: the question would be, because we know Mendez's history with with his last club. Is he the man in the middle, or is it a coaster? The man in the middle that's the bigger one. Where do you see this going, Bam?
0: I'm gonna put a coaster in the
1: middle. I'm with you on that, too. I think that it makes sense. He's done it with the national team, he's done it with Colorado at times. Um, he's proven what you know the passes from when he gets that little extra bit. Some of his passes have been absolutely deadly from that realm or from that range. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm sure, Tony, you're kind of in the same boat as Acosta's got to anchor this midfield now that he is out.
2: Oh, yeah, because, again, this is, I guess, this is kind of his, like, uh, his coming out party to see if he gets to start for the U.S. And I know they'll be watching this game as a high-profile game, especially since it's, like, the top two teams in the West battling now. This is a good game to kind of assert yourself into the U.S. national team for the World Cup.
1: Well, he's going And I guess September 9th is what I'm hearing Is going to be the reveal I'll just throw it out there for the U.S. men's national team uh, So that's not too far away uh, And Yeah, close I mean, I think someone's a sure bet But he does it mm-hmm. Mendez, now you're looking at him for more distribution If he is getting the start I kind of feel that it's going to be a blessing over Mendez Just because of, of history And San Jose wasn't the greatest game for Mendez Let's be real uh, and and blessing is who he is. He's a spark plug. So again, Bam. I know where you're at. It's 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 the coin toss. But you know, I'm kind of leaning towards blessing. That's that's my vibe.
0: Fair. You also look at too is with this game too. The world is watching. The fact that um, it's going to be on ESPN. And I saw Austin um, Twitter earlier that it's going to be shown on ESPN in 86 countries around the world. So the yeah. world will be watching this game. It's it's a showcase for MLS this week, I'd say. It's two of the best teams in the league going at it. Um, yeah, it, it is a show, showcase. And for all the 352 out there, just know that the world will be watching not only the game, but you as well. Make some noise. Drown out Austin. Show them who the real supporters are. Love it.
2: Dude, uh, so
1: much on the line for this one. Tony.
0: Also
2: it. behave as well, because again, the world is watching. So again, look out for your mates, look out for your friends, look out for anyone out there because the world is also watching. Again, we have a bigger, and this is us talking to supporters. Again, we're a supporter of This is us. We have made our name in the world as one of the premier supporter cultures in the MLS, so Austin still, Austin has again a couple years in, so has a lot to prove to be with us. They're getting there, but we are the premier. So again, behave, be smart, drink responsibly, and be safe out there.
1: And, and I'll throw this in: uh, you are the representatives of the club. You are the black and gold. What you do, what you say, uh, how you act on the road and at home reflect the club directly uh we you know we help put this thing on the map right but we can also wreck the reputation if we don't do things the right way now uh kudos to everyone that's actually going to be joining uh some of the austin uh, supporters to tailgate that is happening i've heard that look up the details if you're going uh the goodwill is a good thing and i would just say this use the Chiellini smile off the field when the whistle blows Use the other Chiellini face, uh, you've seen how he goes. uh that is the mindset, right? all good, sportsmanship, make friends, exchange scarves, have a good time, but from whistle to whistle, you have a job to do, so do it that that that's the best I can say, and of course, you're gonna enjoy yourselves because you're thirty two fifty two I know what you're gonna do, um and so yeah, I'll throw that into my into the ring uh, that uh yes, represent us well. Do your best. And I can't wait to hear you on TV drowning those fools out. So, yeah, go for it. Uh, Bam, any other thoughts before we throw this into our supporters for their comments on the match?
0: No, no. I think you got it. You said it perfectly
1: there it is all right guys let's see what you've got to say i see a couple comments here so we will throw that into there uh david day oh giving some love to be real be Real on the drums in the north end is one of the coolest things in all the sports and it came by so naturally from be real he just wanted it man um putting in the time putting in the work learning the songs he's legit he's legit uh Ox, let's you know Tommy, he's talking about B Rod getting the big bucks. Good for him if he wants the big bucks. David Day beat the broccoli, beat the broccoli. There we go. Uh, Ox also saying, gonna be a battle, gonna be a battle, and also finally an early match out here for you. Yes, for us, too early, man. Like, gotta rush from work to watch this thing. Uh, and and yeah, but yeah, early days, plenty of time to have fun after the game, folks. Um. Just again, be safe, be safe, be safe. Look out for your fellow supporter. All right. Those are the comments that we see. Well done on everybody. Of course, it brings us to that next moment as we close things out with our final comments. Are we really there? Final comments of the day? I believe we are. Um, Bam. I think we're going to have it start with you, sir. Your uh, final comments of the day, sir.
0: I've just seen something absolutely horrendous on an A-League Twitter page.
1: What? Okay.
0: Western Sydney Western Sydney Wanderers official Twitter page just tweeted about 45 minutes ago. Congratulations to Herbalife and Carson on extending the amazing partnership. Western Sydney Wanderers are now part of that Herbalife pyramid scheme. Monty, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry for you, Monty. <laughs>
1: Uh, Whoa! Uh, you that means you know, Monty's gonna wear Herbalife on his
2: chest.
0: He could be, yeah.
2: He probably won't. Most so likely, I'll he's keeping the, the old jerseys. Yeah, keep the retros. Yeah, or, or, or um, wear, wear wear the
1: terrace terrace look, man. Because, dude, that's sad.
2: It's yeah, Monty, yeah. I
0: Sorry, yeah. I, I had to bring that up. I i'm that's just disgusting. From all out of any any A team to do that. It's just disgusting. Um, for all you guys that are out there, thank you for listening to our show week in, week out. Can't appreciate you guys enough for that. Um, for those going to the game, safe travels. Again, as Dress was saying, awesome fans. Fairly cool. We got no yeah. beef with them. We enjoy hanging out with each other. Um, when they're here, they'll target with us. When we're there, the doors won't be open for them to, for, for us to target with them. Go enjoy yourselves remember what happens on the field stays on the field don't take any of that stuff off the field you know end of the day it's a game uh for those who going to the watch parties enjoy yourselves remember drink responsibly um smoke responsibly too you know or you don't want to get don't want to get too high and, and do something stupid um just look after yourselves look after your friends look after your family and. Let's get out there and get the three points.
1: Moderation wins the day, except in the stands and then you give everything you got. Good stuff, man. Love it. Tony, as he's laughing, final comments, sir.
2: Um, Be safe out there. Um, Drink responsibly. Again, I see I've been seeing on Twitter. Most of you guys are out there having a great old time in Austin. And I would be too, if I was there, but again, be safe, call an Uber, call Lyft, whatever, call a taxi. If, or anything just to get home safely so you can make it to the game. Um, Same thing with BAM. Everything on the field, it stays on the field. After that, it's for all friends and family, so let's keep doing that. And again, we are in a beautiful season this year. Don't, like, overreact just because we lost one game. That is not the right way to kind of move forward to this. I understand there is overreactions. That's the day of, and like I have that too. But again, take a breather, relax. We have this in the bag. It's moving forward. We have the depth. We have the players for this. So again, when we went to the beginning of the season, we didn't even know we were going to have the season. We thought, okay, we're going to be in the playoffs. Let's see what we can do moving forward we are on top and predicted to win it all. So let's get that win. Let's get that three points and let's go LAFC.
1: Tony with the perspective. Well said, sir. Yeah, exactly. Did we really think we'd be at this point at this stage of the year in January? Some were going to write us off, right? Slip. I love what he's doing, by the way. Um, Seriously, uh, this has been a magical year. We've now found ourselves in a moment where, we finally have a game that's truly competitive. A team that can match us, put us through a battle. So let's do this, man! Um, enjoy some competitive football. Give your all if you're at the if you're at the tailgates. Have a good time tailgating over there. If you're in the stands, you know your mission. If you're at the watch party, you know your mission. Uh, sing your hearts out even at the watch party. Give the good vibes everywhere you're at and enjoy it man uh that's that's where my head's at and of course amongst ourselves amongst the black and gold we are all black and gold uh treat each other with the utmost respect protect each other again show the virtues of shoulder to shoulder that's what's built us that's what will keep us growing that's what keeps us ahead of everybody else so maintain it live it uh believe it and so on that note final comment of the day uh we got that covered Final word of the day, of course, is how we close the show out. So, Bam.
0: Stay golden.
1: Tony.
2: Stay golden.
1: And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles.
0: Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.